Hi folks, Bill McMurdo here, um, speaking to you from our church building, which is uh, in Glasgow, uh, Gangad Church, formerly known as, still known as, the Foundry Boys, a uh, ministry that's been going for over 150 years here in Glasgow, seen uh, multitudes saved, and um, many, many thousands. So it's exciting. This uh, room here is where we have our Sunday morning services. You're welcome to attend, 11.30 every Sunday. And also in our church building, which is our, our, our old church, which is attached to this one, uh, we have our Friday Night Arise Scotland meetings. That's at 7.30 every Friday. You're welcome to come to any of these meetings and be blessed, be part of what we're doing here. Uh, even just come along just for a visit. <clears throat> but I want to speak today. We've been looking at this. Uh, really pretty much this subject uh, for a long time. I've been preaching it for a long time. You know, with all this stuff that's going on, the crisis right now, I haven't changed my message. It's maybe just got more more fervent, more urgent, uh, maybe. Because <laughs> I've been preaching this stuff all along. I preached uh, last year that plagues were coming. And here we are today, and I don't know that the plague so much is a plague of an actual virus as a, as a plague of fear because of the, the virus situation. Anyway, I want to read a verse to you from Isaiah chapter 27. And it says in verse 1, In that day the Lord with his sore and great and strong sword shall punish Leviathan the piercing serpent, even Leviathan that crooked serpent, and he shall slay the dragon that is in the sea. Wow. An exciting verse, a powerful verse, a symbolic verse that really speaks to our time because, like I just said, a real enemy, I believe, right now is not some virus, but the ramifications of the protocols and the guidelines or, or regulations and rules that have arisen to uh, respond to the virus and, and, and in other words governmental reactions and you have to ask I mean let's be really honest you have to ask is this a pandemic that governments are responding to or is it a pandemic that governments are uh, complicit in uh, bringing to us for a, a much more sinister purpose or nefarious agenda which is, of course, to bring uh, lockdown, not just in terms of keeping your house, but lock us down into some kind of prison planet system, uh, a new world order, globalist, beast, 666, antichrist system. A lot of people are speculating that. And even if this isn't that time that the Bible speaks of, and, and we're not going to get into whether or not it is today, it's that spirit, that spirit of Leviathan, Leviathan, uh, has many names in scripture that what it's speaking about here. The beast, the uh, Babylon, Leviathan, Egypt is a is a, a term used as well. Uh, or a Rahab. Many different terms to describe a system designed by Antichrist rulers, anti-God rulers, and in our generation Antichrist rulers to suppress God's word and truth, to try and prevent God's kingdom and government from being manifest in the earth through his ecclesia, his people, his saints, the Zion of God, you and I. Uh, 
And so he's saying here, and Isaiah's prophesied, that that system, God's going to strike it with a, a sword. And as we've looked at in, in other videos, Psalm 2, Psalm 149, this is the two-edged sword that God gives believers to co-labor with him and be co-regents with him in destroying this system's power and authority over us. We have got to get real serious now because there's talk of a second lockdown, a second wave. There's talk of, and, and already the government is starting to impose more and more draconian systems. Oh, but they're for our safety. Well, really? Let's, let's, let's not go into the very small, tiny percentage of people who are dying from this or getting seriously ill from it. Have people died? Yes. I know people who have died. Uh, but I'm not going to get into the they die with the virus, the they die of the virus. The point is, we're not seeing people dropping like flies. And we're not even seeing all that many infected. And if you listen to some of the experts, uh, some of the more trustworthy ones, I, I would venture, this is not a virulent virus at all. Now, somebody gets this and it's real serious for them, I'm not belittling that. And I'm not saying if, if you've got a relative or a loved one or a friend who's had this, I, I, I've got a friend who, who died from this. But you know, there are a lot of people out there with health conditions and issues that the pressure, the temptation is to be fearful because they're maybe the ones that are most susceptible to this. But even with all of that, brothers and sisters, friends, let's get real. The percentage is very, very small. Go and read some of the statistics. And don't let the media inject you or infect you with the fear virus. And and but we're not really, we're speaking about the media because because they are they are uh, allied with governments. I want to focus on the government thing, the Leviathan thing. Are there government people engaged in a conspiracy or an agenda to bring about severe governmental control and authority to turn us into a slave population? I think you're absolutely crazy if you don't believe that. Or at very least, you're, you, you, you think there's a possibility. You know, I'm, I'm not going to get into the motives that people get into politics for and get into government for. It's easy to get into the conspiracy side of things. And I'm, I'm, I'm very, very well versed now. I've read a great deal about that. But you know, I, I'll be honest with you, I, I feel the Lord in, in my spirit tell me not to labour too much in that, but to labour on his kingdom. You see, I want to say this to you. The answer to bad governance, the answer to corrupt governance, governments, the answer to uh, the failure and incompetence of our elected leaders and, and all of that stuff, the civic realm, the answer is in here. This book is about governance. This book is about effective, God-ordained rulership, leadership, uh, Ordinances, laws, principles, wisdom, it's all in here. The mind of Christ, it's all in this book. And it's given to us. And, and this is the thing we have to understand. Did God give us this book just for private and individual study alone so that we could get wise and live in a world of dummies or fools or incompetence or wicked people with 
really evil plans, plots and purposes? The answer is no. He gave us this book, not just to lead our individual lives, lives by, not just to uh, help us have good church. He gave us this book to lead the nations. Scotland, where I'm speaking from here in Glasgow, was, was the land of the book at one stage. And Scotland took to the world principles of liberty and justice and fairness and equity, all these things. And, and I'm going to be honest, there was, there was also the Scottish Enlightenment, which wasn't so great. Because, you know, every nation really knows that tussle between forces of good and evil, between forces of the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness. And Scotland has its fair measure of both. But God has chosen Scotland to be, I believe, the chief of the nations. I won't get into why that, with all of that right now. But whatever nation you're in, it's not important necessarily that you know all about Scotland right now. I'm just preaching from Scotland. Scotland's where I live. Scotland's where I function and minister. But, uh, but every nation has, I believe, a destiny that God has ordained for it to be a sheep nation, as they call it, or a, a destiny that the evil one would purpose for it, which would be to be a goat nation. And the, the, the difference, the game changer, is the saints of God in that nation. The difference in your nation is you. And the game changer really is what comes out of here. Are you going to speak God's will and purpose over your nation? We're not talking about begging, squalling, bawling, prayer, oh Lord, help us stuff. That's old wineskin. Let's just get rid of the old wineskin. If the Holy Spirit leads you to pray that kind of prayer, then pray as strong as you can. But, the, the, but I believe God is saying today that we need to mature from that place of just being beggars and mendicants, which was never God's intention for us anyway. He just put up with it. But to being people of God, the Zion of God, the royal priesthood, kings and priests, the holy nation, the people of God who know how to be seated in heavenly places with Christ and minister and administer God's judgment, God's justice, God's rule and authority and power from that place. In other words, we function from heaven to earth, not from earth to heaven. Earth to heaven prayers are not what we're looking for. We're looking from heaven to earth decrees and declarations based on God's word. Not that we're being haughty and we're just going to boss things. But you know, it's time somebody, somewhere, heard a message like this and says, I'm going to be one of those people that step into the role God has for me. As Yahweh, as he is, so am I in this world. And I'm going to start making decrees that God has spoken in his word. You know, Jesus is supposed to get an inheritance among the nations. Ask of me and I'll give you the nations, God says, as an inheritance. Who's going to make the nations the inheritance of Jesus? His co-heirs, that's you and I. He's waiting for us. We're waiting for him to come back. He's waiting for us to get with the program and be the ecclesia he's called us to be. What does ecclesia mean in the Greek? Let me remind you, what did it mean to uh, people at that time, especially Greeks and Romans? It meant governmental assembly, parliament, uh, council, uh, a, a governing place, a place where people made rules and laws and, and legislate. My goodness me, we need to start legislating things here on planet Earth. Oh, but what about the rapture? What about the Antichrist? What about the mark of the beast? What about all that stuff? Well, 
You know, that stuff's going to happen. But are we doing our job? Because if we don't do our job, and there is a mark of the beast, there would be nobody left to save. Because the only people not taking the mark would be Christians, and the only people with the mark would be those damned forever. So, so there would be nobody left to save. Uh, but that's, that's if you're following one particular uh, end times idea of stuff. Other people have got other ideas about the mark of the beast and so on. I'm not going into that either. Safe to say, the spirit behind that antichrist beast leviathan system is still here on the earth. And it's not being dealt with adequately and properly by the saints. You know, 1 Timothy chapter 2 tells us, in fact, let's just go there, but we'll, 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 we'll close, if you like, with this. This is just meant to be a short message. But 1 Timothy chapter 2 uh, says this. Now, we, we need to get into this stuff. I exhort, therefore, first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. Uh, so that's praying for everybody. But he says, for kings and for all in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. The point of praying regarding government, and before I even say that, tell you the point. Let me just say this. This is so important, I have to say this. The most important matter that the church of Christ, the, the, the ecclesia of God, must deal with at this time is the matter of government and governance of the nations. If we don't get to grips with this, we're in for a very hard time. But here's the point that we pray for them. We pray that God will lead them to truth. We pray that God will bless them with wisdom and, and, and send counsellors to them. But if they harden their heart, we pray that God remove them and replace them with someone better. Remove the wicked and replace them with the godly. It ought to be our prayer. If they will not repent. The point is this. That we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. In other words, the type of society you want is the type of society you'll get when you pray for all men and pray for the gatekeepers, the kings and those in authority. The politicians, the elected officials, the civic, all of these people. Those that are in authority need your prayer right now. And as I said, you can be very tough with it. You need to be hard-nosed about this. Pray that if they don't get in line with the programme, and this, brothers and sisters, is the programme. Watch my videos for, for a lot of teaching on this. Watch the videos on Arise Scotland YouTube channel, where I'm teaching on this and other people are teaching on this. Get into this. Understand it. Function in it. Become a king priest who functions in the earth as somebody who, who rules and reigns from heavenly places. Not in an arrogant way, because you, you, you can't ascend that way. You can't ascend the hill of the Lord unless you're, you're humble. Function in these things and understand the principle and, and the law even. It's a spiritual law that if we pray enough, and when I say enough, you look around, there's clearly not enough prayer being made, or not enough of the right prayer being made. That we have a peaceable life in all worldliness and honesty, a quiet life, a life of happiness, devoid and free from all the stuff that's going on, the rioting and the violence and just the, the mess that's happening right now. If you want that life, if you want 
that society, if you want to transform society, get into praying about these matters and ask the Holy Spirit, as well as getting into good teaching. There's some good books. I've been speaking about them in some of these videos. I, I mentioned one, the, uh, or I should have mentioned one, Moving from Sword to Scepter by Wanda Alger is a great one. Um, and there, there are others, even get into that old Paul Billheimer classic, Destined for the Throne. Uh, Bert McCaig mentioned that recently at a Rise Scotland meeting. Books like that that teach us not just about begging and squalling and bawling prayers, but that teach us how to govern and function as rulers on the earth uh, through uh, being be, going beyond the veil and living, living not, not visiting, but inhabiting, living, dwelling in the secret place, the throne room of God. God is looking for a people who will take up that responsibility and exercise those wonderful rights bought for us by our Saviour. Well, folks, bless you. Um, pray for uh, leaders. Pray for President Trump right now. Pray for Prime Minister Boris Johnson. Uh, pray for uh, Nicola Sturgeon. Uh, but pray that they'll get it right. Pray that they will follow God's path and, and have the courage, because we need people praying this, that if they won't, God will remove them and replace them with people who will follow his purpose. The Lord bless you.